You're listening to the ACV Advocacy Update. So I have to go to a doctor in a couple of weeks. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the ACB Advocacy Update. I'm Tony Stevens, Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs for the American Council of the Blind. And I'm Claire Stanley, the Advocacy and Outreach Specialist at ACB. And so, as I was saying, I have to go to the doctor. This is, Forgive us as this non sequitur starts off our podcast this week. And I found out, never Google your doctor before you go visit. What? Because, well, it turns out, I, I ran across all these video feed channel he has on YouTube. Okay. And apparently he was in a talent show where he completely did the Billie Jean dance from like the 1980 Grammys. Dude, extra respect. Music awards or whatever the award was where he, he displayed the moonwalk. And I think it's kind of cool. I, th- I think that's it's, awesome. It is a little weird. I mean, he's younger than me, I can tell. But okay. it's just like, okay, do I bring it up during the exam? Oh, like, I would. So, uh... Nice break dancing, man. <laughs> so, anyways, um, That's awesome. hi everybody. Welcome back to the ACB Advocacy Update. This is for the week of November the fifth, two thousand eighteen. That's right. And we're glad you got that little sideshow as we were starting this off. We um, always try to entertain. We always try to entertain. Uh, this week, actually, speaking of entertainment, is specific. Didn't you like that? Hey, hey, hey! hey. hey. Bringing uh, it together. We're going to be talking. I'm about, doing hand movements, you guys. Yes. So we're going to be talking about entertainment, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, all things print and television broadcast related yep. are the focus today. We're very fortunate uh, that we were able to have our first guest on, and we wanted to start off with, with on a high note That's right. by having uh, our first guest be you know, all the way to the top of ACB. That's all, literally, um, all, the literally way. Way yep. all the way. Literally all the way to the top. We're welcome to have Madam President Kim Charlson yep. on as our first guest here for the ACB Advocacy Update. Uh, Kim will be providing us an update on the Hulu agreement that came out, an announcement that came out recently that ACB had the opportunity to work on, and Kim specifically herself personally. Yep. And we're very fortunate for advocacy and, and her work on that. So she'll be providing us about how we're going to be seeing a lot more accessible content and media and access to the website for Hulu, which yep. is, I think, you do have you used Hulu? I have. Used I, it, I've used Hulu years ago, but because of accessibility issues, I hadn't used it in years um, because much of the website is really hard to maneuver through with JAWS and I'm assuming with other screen readers too, but because of the work that Kim and others um, through the Bay State Council of ACB have done, we now are going to have an accessible site. So look at me. I'm going to be watching a lot more TV online. Yeah, so so, <laughs> so that's that's some of the big news. The other big news, too, is, you know, we talked about last month about Marrakesh passing. Kim has been working very closely on that, so we cannot go without having her talk about Marrakesh a little as well, because this is an area that she is actively involved on the international yeah. level. And if um, you don't know what we're talking about, listen back to some of our previous episodes. Yeah, the previous We've podcast. talked about so Marrakesh. The, the World Intellectual Property Organization Treaty that, that helps in the accessible book media famine around the world. Mm-hmm. So, yep. so we're excited to have Kim weigh in on that. And hopefully this won't be the, the last time she's on our show. Yeah, uh, hopefully as, as many more pod. to come. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, t- tune in for the, that, uh, which we are going to be breaking in a couple minutes uh, and going into that. And, and she mentioned something at the end that I, we'll go ahead and, and mention here at the beginning as well, because you'll hear about it some at the end uh, as, as Kim brings up. Uh, so big news here in, in addition to the ACB office is... Sad news. Is, is, Sad, but but a wonderful opportunity for myself. I will be moving on to to lead another nonprofit, and have 
given my resignation as the Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs for the American Council of the Blind, it was a really, a very difficult decision. But, you know, in a sense, we've got great leadership like Claire here, uh, who's who's going to be probably screaming after <laughs> I, I end my term here. She'll be like, why did he do this <laughs> to me? What did he do? What's up with this? Suddenly, Claire will turn into Jerry Seinfeld and be like, why is this happening to me? Um, uh, Eric, our, our executive director, asked me the other day, you're not leaving too, are you? No, so no. please don't quit. We, <laughs> at least for a little while. Because um, th- this is a wonderful opportunity. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be working for a small nonprofit in Baltimore. I can't, you know, it, it, it'll be announced very soon who that is. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, but I still will be involved. You're still going to hear me on the pod some. Mm-hmm. And so you can't get rid of me that easy, people. Nope. Contrary to what people think, I'm an ACB member and I'm going to, Try to get all my membership dues, every penny I can. That's right. Uh, out of my my membership dues as, as a member of the Guide Dog Users affiliate uh, mm-hmm. in DC, the DC Maryland area, and so yeah. So, but but let's you know, I don't like to talk about me, uh, but just wanted to give that heads up for folks that are listening. Thanks for everybody's support. Uh, if if you haven't downloaded this or subscribed to this podcast yet, please do. Like I please, said, I'll still be yeah. involved. Claire's going to be. You get to hear more from Claire, which will be great. You people, get to hear my lovely voice. I talk too much. <laughs> I know this. So that's the thing. When you're passionate about something, you talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so this is my passion. Uh, but you can't get rid of me that easy. So, uh, but we'll be, you know, subscribe, uh, email comments and questions, advocacy at acb.org. Yep. And thanks for the cre- creative questions and comments and thoughts for a new title. I think maybe just by, uh, what do they call it? Domain, uh, civil... Uh, oh, what yeah, is it when yeah. people live together for so long in a domicile? Oh, common, like common, common law. law. Yeah, so yeah. This, is, this might become the common law title for the podcast. I like it. Who yeah. knows? Maybe, maybe when I'm when the door hits me in the backside and I'm out of here uh, and Claire's taking over, you guys can. Uh, I'll throw it in your. All new. Point, we'll so, we'll yeah. uh, being led by a millennial. Maybe I know. we'll uh, exactly make j- it more fresh, it more cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but now we're gonna jump in uh, right after this quick break. We'll pause for the cause, and then we will go right into our interview with Kim Charlson. Yeah. So, thank you so much, Kim. We're excited to have yeah, you. Yeah. Exactly. And thanks. Thanks everybody for listening. Subscribe. Leave comments. Uh, wonderful comments. Glowing five star comments. Five star. Please. Yeah. It helps please. us out. Spread the word. And we'll continue to, to continue to have this podcast. This is not going anywhere. Nope. Uh, as an update just week by week on things happening in the blindness world. So thanks, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the ACB Advocacy Update. We're very fortunate today to have our own leader and commander, if you will, way up in the wonderful town of Waterton, Massachusetts, Kim Charlson, president of the American Council of the Blind. Great to have you here, Kim. Thank you, Tony. Thanks, Claire. So as we're talking today about sort of uh, audio description and technology, Mm -hmm. uh, the work that ACB has done over the years and sort of leading the way around making, you know, something that is just as important to American life, the fact to, to enjoy, uh, you know, they say work and play hard is always a big motto. And that's right. And we should, in a sense, have that equal right to, you know, the broadcast world and, and communications. Uh, and the work that ACB's done in that has been very outstanding. No one knows this better than Kim Charlson, our own ACB president. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's exciting news to share about uh, is the recent sort of uh, arrangement that, that has been, uh, or the, I shouldn't say arrangement, the announcement that is, 
that has come out for one of the leading online providers of, of entertainment media, Hulu. Hulu. Yay for Hulu. So, uh, Kim, if, if possible, give us a little bit of a, of a, of a sense of, of the news and what it means and the larger picture. Well, I think it's, it's big news in the sense of audio description and access to um, entertainment and information because, as I have always said, um, television isn't just a picture on a box anymore in your living room. Television is everywhere. It's on mobile devices. It's ubiquitous. It's something that people talk about at work, at school, everywhere. It's part of society. It's part of our culture and people who are blind or visually impaired have a right to be part of that culture and part of that society and talk about the same kind of things that generates that conversation from watching a television pro program. So having that access to audio description is really critical and um, working with Hulu through structured negotiation is what the American Council of the Blind and the Bay State Council of the Blind ACB's Massachusetts affiliate did as organizational plaintiffs. And then um, Brian Charlson, my husband, and myself as individuals living in Massachusetts. So our, our case, while we initially tried to work in a voluntary way with Hulu, um, that really wasn't very productive. And so we, we worked with uh, disability rights advocates, um, a civil rights disability law firm in um, California, and a partnering law firm here in Boston called the Disability Law Center, the Protection and Advocacy Center here in Massachusetts on a structured negotiation case. And we filed a suit in the um, Federal Circuit Court here in Massachusetts back in, uh, I think it was in March of 2018. And then the structured negotiation process started back and forth and back and forth with our attorneys. And interestingly enough, and this is kind of the, the backstory behind the story, um, you know, we, we ended up, um, the court required that we, all parties have a, um, a mandatory mediation hearing. And so Brian and I had to go to court with seven attorneys, um, four from uh, the disability side and three from the Hulu side and the two of us. And we spent an entire day at the federal courthouse in Boston. And uh, we'd hear from the disability side and then we'd hear from the Hulu side and then the judge would ask questions and then we'd go in and out of the courtroom um, kind of mediating and negotiating, yes, no, back and forth. And we did that for about seven hours. And after about seven and a half hours of negotiating back and forth, we all came to an agreement. It took about another seven to 10 days to finalize the print documents and get our signatures on everything. And then we were able to announce that um, Hulu and the American Council of the Blind and the Bay State Council of the Blind had, had settled. So the settlement agreement itself um, does have requirements for Hulu to begin to acquire, and as you know, places like Netflix, which ACB worked with two years ago, to begin to acquire and produce for their own productions, um, audio described content. So Hulu will 
begin to work into their contracts requirements for when they purchase content from other sources that they will um, do everything possible to acquire content to show on Hulu that will have audio description as well. Um, Hulu is also doing something relatively new in that they are broadcasting live um, television. And that's a new feature that's a, a separate fee from just the general streaming of content on Hulu. So their live television feed um, is, is a separate fee. So we talked about that in our settlement and, and Hulu is not able to, to provide audio description during the live broadcast of any show. However, they can and will work to provide audio description the next day when that show becomes an on-demand program. Okay. So they can't do it live because of their technical limitations and they were able to um, demonstrate that to the court that they do not have the capacity to do that. Um, so they will be able to do that live the next day, but they will acquire content and they will also um, make their content that they are producing uh, accessible with audio description. And I think that's very important. They will start with their new content and um, work, you know, people don't just watch a show from season three moving forward. You know, I, uh, most of us are probably binge watchers these days. <laughs> that's yeah. right. And so, you know, you find a show, you like it, and you immediately want to go back and watch episode one all the way forward and catch up all in about, you know, 24 hours. So, <laughs> so yeah. it's going to be really important to have audio description that goes back and that will happen. It's not going to happen instantaneously, but it will happen just as it did with Netflix on many of their programs. So it will take some time, which is why the monitoring process for our settlement agreement um, is in place through the year 2022, mm -hmm. which will give us three years to monitor the process and to give feedback to Hulu um, on how things, how we think things are going, areas in which we think can improvements can be made. So um, it also requires Hulu to work on their website to make it accessible to um, YCAG guidelines um, for screen reader access and make its app accessible as well. So you, those are pretty important aspects of being able to utilize the service at all is being able to search um, their website or search the app to call up audio described content and then find it and use it. Can you give a little background on the WCAG that you talked about? I think that's so important. Um, I know I'm a binge watcher on things like Netflix and Hulu, um, but I'd stopped using Hulu for a while because access wise, I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't find the TV shows I wanted. So I'm so excited to hear about this. So as background to some of our listeners, do you mind giving a quick um, explanation of what the WCAG um, uh, uh, requirements are and how that'll help users? Well, it, it, it certainly will help users. I mean, the, the web access elements of the settlement were, were some, of the, some of the strongest because that 
is actually some of the some of the strongest complaints that I heard from people was exactly like your comment, Claire, that you know I tried Hulu, but the website was so difficult, I gave up. Mm -hmm. And, and so, you know, we actually had a class of users in, in our litigation that were people who wanted to use Hulu and had heard that it was not accessible, the website was not accessible and therefore were, were, you know, persuaded never to try yeah. because of that lack of accessibility. So there's, there is a whole group of people that wanted to, but dot, 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 didn't because they had heard it was not accessible. So um, Hulu has committed to do significant user-based testing to make their website accessible for screen readers and for um, low vision access, um, as far as contrast and the different elements. They're going to make it better for searching, um, to find some, sometimes in my experience it was very hard to find the search screen yeah. um, as well, even to put in a search to look for something. So being able to search and to find audio described content um, and that that'll be searchable so that, you know, my experience has been um, people generally want to search either for a specific title um, and they want to search for audio described content. They don't want to search for necessarily non-audio to describe content, but they certainly would want yeah. the option to. But they are going to want to search for audio described content, and then they may want to search for comedy with audio description or drama with audio description. So there's going to be multiple search criteria so that you'll be able to, to you know, dig down in the search so that you don't pull up you know, 500 things and have to wade through and try to find the one you want, you'll be able to sort through just like you would expect to do. And just basically, like we've, you know, come to expect with the search capacity for, for something like Netflix, which is really pretty reasonable mm -hmm. and easy mm -hmm. to use. Yeah. And, and that's, that was kind of what I based my, my comments on when I would talk to Council for Hulu is that, you know, this needs to be usable by people who have all different levels of abilities, yeah. not the super users um, and the people who do web testing and can, exactly. yeah. can run a computer standing on their head with their thumbs mm. tied behind their backs, you know? <laughs> yeah. We, we need this ability for people who don't have somebody in their pocket to come out and help them run exactly, the computer yeah. and they're doing the best they can, but they haven't had a lot of training, but they're trying to make it work. No. Especially at the end of the day, everybody. they just yeah. want to watch some TV. <laughs> so, so while we've got you just watch television, they don't want to be a website expert. They want exactly. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> Thanks so much for, you know, really leading the way on this. I mean, it, it's an exciting, you know, sort of milestone in a sense of because they are in a, you know, expanding into new areas the way Netflix was, but like you mentioned, um, you know, with the live video, the the problems there. But to know that they're on a on a right path and to have an opportunity to engage with them over the next few years is going to, I think, you know, at the end of the day, help their customers and and our audiences much more in the long term. For whatever next Hulu will embark upon. Yeah, exactly. You know, and there's always more, more challenges out there for us. But 
it's always nice when we have a success like Hulu or Netflix to, to kind of celebrate that and spread the word because so many people are impacted by a decision and a ruling and an advocacy victory like this. Yeah, for sure. So other exciting news in the sense of last month, we had the president sign into law of the Marrakesh Treaty. We've been getting some emails and, and notes and folks trying to wonder where we are, because this is another big win, the Marrakesh on the legislative side for the, you know, the World Intellectual Property Organization. Nobody knows this more than, than you know, your own passion as, as the head of library. Exactly. Perkins, yeah. Kim. And, and so what's a little bit of, a, of, of some news we can have around the Marrakesh as well? Because I know this is something you're actively following and engaged with. It is huge news. I've been working on passage of the Marrakesh Treaty for many, many years, and it, it does impact my work, and I'm very excited about it. Um, hopeful that um, the, the next step will happen soon. So what we're waiting for right now is the, um, the State Department to complete the, um, the basically what we call the diplomatic package, which is all the paperwork that needs to be prepared um, for a treaty. And then that paperwork needs to be signed, sealed, and delivered. I feel like a Beatles song here. Um, <laughs> Stevie for, um, <laughs> for, um, that was our wedding song. That's why I know that. That's Sorry. right. Um, so that has to be delivered to Geneva, the headquarters for the World Intellectual Property Organization, where it gets registered. And then um, 90 days following the, the registration of those papers, um, the United States would be officially recognized as a treaty participant mm -hmm. in the Marrakesh Treaty. That means we've done everything. We're fully eligible to borrow from other countries that have ratified Marrakesh and to share with them um, our materials through the Marrakesh process. And there's an organization under the World Intellectual Property Organization called the Accessible Books Consortium, um, of which I serve on their board of directors. And that's an organization that's been working for the last four years to kind of set up an infrastructure to allow for the cross-border sharing of accessible format books um, in anticipation of Marrakesh coming into effect. So it's an organization that has um, you know, a, a database, a global database that can be searched. So you can see if books are available and if so, who has them. And then there's a process for requesting those books. And that's really the next step that the United States is going to have to sort out is how will people request those books? Generally, it's done through an authorized entity. And that would be an organization like Perkins Library or the National Library Service or Bookshare, some organization that's recognized as being in the business of sharing accessible format books because we have to make sure that the individuals borrowing the books in either direction are individuals who have a disability who are eligible to borrow these materials across borders. Just like with the NLS materials, the same criteria applies for the individuals borrowing the materials from other countries. So we have to follow those rules and make sure that those rules are, are uh, abided by. 
Mm -hmm. Super, super exciting and time hopefully for summer, summer abroad students next year coming to the U.S. and yeah. anybody going to study overseas, but also too, just for folks that, uh, you know, the access for folks around the planet to finally start tapping into the American sort of publishing machine as it is. So. Yeah, I think it's very exciting and I'm looking forward to the, to the day when I have the opportunity to share, you know, our first book with, um, with another organization and we actually have shared a book across borders. It'll be really exciting. It will be. That's great. Well, Kim, thank you as always for, for the, the advocacy that you do as, as our president of ACB and, and thanks for spending time with us today on the advocacy update to, to share well, with us about the Hulu and, and also Marrakesh. And, and I just want to take this opportunity, um, Tony, to, to recognize you and um, probably most of our listeners know that Tony will be leaving ACB in the middle of November and um, that he's been a tremendous um, asset to our organization, a valuable employee, a great human being, and somebody who I just admire tremendously. And we are going to miss you greatly, but I know you're not very far away. You're just in Baltimore um, working on other great initiatives. Tony and I talk politics a lot and we have so much in common. And he's, he's going to be a great advocate on other issues, but I know he won't be far away from our blindness issues. And I have a feeling that I'll be able to talk him into helping us on That's some right. of our key issues, you know, behind the scenes a little bit. And you might still hear me on the podcast. completely understand your wish yeah. to have more time with your family and less commute. And, but I, I publicly wanted to thank you for the hours and hours and hours you have spent on behalf of ACB. Um, it's really valuable. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. And I wish you all the best. It's my pleasure to serve under such a wonderful president and board. So thank you thank so much. Thank you very much. And I, you, you won't get ready. You might still hear me pop up on this podcast from time to time. I, I certainly hold them back a few clear. times. Yep. <laughs> thank Thanks you so much. Take care. Bye. Oh, we got to say, what do we say at the end? That's right. Keep advocating. All right. Splendid. So keep advocating and, and we'll tune in next week. Same place, same time, download wise, something like that. Something like that. All right. Peace out. <laughs> Bye. Peace out. Isn't that what the kids say these days? <laughs> You're a millennial, right? Peace, Peace out. out. <laughs> I'm a, I threw the mic down. Boom. Boom. I'm gone. No, I'm not gone yet. You still got me for another week. So, <laughs> but anyways. All right. Awesome. Thanks everybody. You've been listening to the ACB Advocacy Update. For questions or comments, email advocacy at acb.org. Learn more about the American Council of the Blind by visiting our website at www.acb.org.